Have you been questioning your reality and feel like there's more to life than meets the eye? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey and have so many questions? Well, we've got you covered. Join us weekly for casual conversations on how to trust your intuition and answer all of your burning questions. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allie and Mandy. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us for episode two. We are here today to chat all about what it's like to move from your current reality into a space where you're living in alignment with your soul's purpose. So we really wanted to start with um, the beginning and what it feels like living in a space where life is just really difficult or you're feeling sort of triggered um, needing to to make changes, but you're not really sure how. So that would be living in a space where you're kind of unaligned with your soul's purpose. And I can give a really good example of what that was like for me. Um, and then Allie can discuss what it was like sort of for her because we both have different experiences. Yeah. yeah. So for me, when I was, um, it was a couple years ago and I was super busy in my career and my family is was young. We were doing all of these activities, and I really felt like I had tunnel vision, and I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying life. It was hard. There was a lot of pressure. There was just so much, so much coming at me from so many different directions. I just had to, I just had to stop it all. Like, and I didn't know how to do that, but I knew that I wasn't happy, and I knew that I was exhausted, and I, but there was nothing in particular that was making me unhappy. It was just kind of the collective pressure of everything all at once. So that really forced me to get into a space of asking the questions, which is really the first step into moving into alignment with your soul's purpose. But Ali, you had a different experience. Yeah, I found like there wasn't this like big uncomfortable stage that I went through or anything big happening in my life that was kind of pushing me towards that. Um, I, you know, as I said in the last one where my, my son was seeing things, I was kind of like at that point was kind of dibble dabbling in understanding the, you know, the universe and, um, you know, our souls and all stuff. It was just kind of like listening to different people, but just like, you know, part-time I was interested, I was curious. Mm -hmm. Um, and then COVID hit and, you know, I handled that. I felt you know, I wasn't something that kind of like overtook me or anything like that. But what it did create was like, it gave me time and space. And I found that when we connected mm -hmm. and I truly feel like that was like the universe bringing us back together because mm -hmm. it was like perfect timing. All of a sudden you kind of were like, you wanted somebody to be able to just tell all of this too. Yeah. And I was at a state where I was just like, my curiosity kept being piqued by, you know, this person and this person, but I didn't really see that full picture. Mm -hmm. And it was just like the perfect timing that I was just like, boom, <laughs> <laughs> I am jumping headfirst into this. And it just kind of like went from there. So it wasn't like I had this pivotal, like, ah, yeah. I can't stand this right now. It was just more like, yeah, this interests me. And it was like this in inner knowing mm -hmm. that I needed to find out more. Yeah. I remember those conversations and we stayed up super late a few times <laughs> where you were like, tell me everything. And I was just like, blah, because going on like this spiritual awakening or trying to like find your inner truth or really get to know yourself at a soul level. It's, it's an individual journey yeah. and it can be lonely when you don't, when it's like taboo to talk about this sort of stuff, or you don't know if anybody else is interested in this sort of thing because nobody talks about it. So as soon as I found somebody that I could chat to about it, I was like, like, blah. Oh my God. And I couldn't stop asking the questions. And then all of a sudden I started like, you would say something and I would kind of connect the dots with something in my own life. And I'd be like, does that mean that this, like, it was just like opening a can of worms Yeah, that it was like, once you opened it and it was like, I, you just wanted to know all of it. Like it was so fascinating. Yeah. And so like you being able to say like where you'd come from, I can't believe you didn't have anybody to like spew this to because mm -hmm. this past year and a half for me, I, I just, that's all I wanted to talk about Yeah. with everybody and anybody. But again, just like you say, 
not everybody is ready to hear some of the things. Yeah, so. there's definitely judgment and there's um, definitely, uh, I guess, I don't know, there's that underlying fear that people will judge you, but you have to move mm-hmm. past that fear. And that's part of the process of moving into alignment with your soul's purpose is yeah. you actually get past that fear by doing some of the work to get to that spot. So today I really wanted to talk about how to get there and what that process can look like because mm-hmm. it as I mentioned it is an individual journey it is different for everybody it, there's common threads throughout obviously mm-hmm. um but it you really can't you like you can't mirror your journey to anybody else's um there's going to be different pressures and different uh fears and different uh experiences and different excitements and all that sort of stuff yeah. but I really wanted to chat first about like the the base like the beginning part of it so as I mentioned like for me it was really it was really a pressure an unhappiness just a confusion uh not really understanding where like where I was or like what I wanted to do like there had to be more to life than just what I was doing like going and you were to work. unhappy right? yeah like you were unfulfilled I guess like it was this kind of like desire of being unfulfilled and thinking totally. like what is this my life is this my life going to work and grinding all day long and then you know running the kids around and then making dinner and doing the laundry and all these all these things that repeat. all these yeah re, it's like groundhog day <laughs> it's groundhog day. tunnel vision yeah. and there was no reason for me to be unhappy i mean there were mm-hmm. so many wonderful things in my life and there still is but there just was that that void that void yeah for sure but i truly think though that that's us being guided by yeah other forces right for sure. to, to push you on for sure so for like for me i didn't i think moving into that space or moving into a higher vibration so let's talk a little bit about vibration so mm-hmm. when we're living in a sense of heaviness a sense of pressure it's really us living in a lower frequency or a lower vibration so there is a chart out there um, by David Hawkins, which is my maiden name. So maybe we're related, but maybe not. I don't know. I'll have to do like the family tree on ancestors.com. <laughs> but anyway, so David Hawkins is a spiritual teacher. I can't, I don't know much about him, but I do know that he has this graph and it is all about frequency. So he lays it out the lower frequency and the higher frequency. So and we can also call it vibration. So the lower vibration, the higher vibration. So when you're living in a space of lower vibration, that is where you're living in a sense of fear, a sense of judgment, a sense of um, anger, frustration. There's a lot of gossip in that frequency. Judgment. Uh, there's judgment. There's stress. There's chaos. Like all of these things are in a lower vibration. So really what the challenge is, is to flip into a higher vibration. So how do you do that? So higher vibration is where you're living more in a space of happiness, joy, excitement. Um, you're, you know, you're able to see things from a different lens, like a higher perspective and you have compassion and empathy and you can just sort of like, there's, there is no judgment and and it's just, it's just that life flows for you. Life flows. Yeah. And I feel like it's like your lens does change, Mm -hmm. right? So like your lens, you know, when you kind of say like looking through a, a pink glass right like a it's like yeah rose colored glasses and it's like well there is really a a meaning to that because Mm -hmm. you know I think it does come down to your lens does change if you're looking out of a lens of negativity and stress that's what you're going to see yeah that's what you're going to perceive and that's what you're going to see but if you're looking out of those rose colored glasses Mm -hmm. like your lens changes Mm -hmm. like you are going to receive and find the beauty and the love in in certain things that you may not have found when you looked out of the 3D type of lens. Yeah. 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 It's really, it's the process and the journey to get from the lower vibration to the higher vibration is uh, a difficult journey. Would you say difficult or would you say maybe it's challenging or hard, like hard work? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely... Yeah, it's definitely hard work in the sense of being able to navigate your emotions, I think, through it. Yeah. Part of that, right, <clears throat> is is being able to uh, navigate through some of these emotions um, because you are all touching on things that maybe you've never even looked at. 
yeah. in yourself. Yeah. Right? So when you start moving through the process, when, when you have made the decision that you no longer want to live in the reality that you're living and you want to move into a higher vibration and you want your life to flow with ease instead of, it's almost like you're in a lower vibration, you're, you're swimming against the current. And when you live in a higher vibration, you're swimming with the current. So Mm -hmm. life is just easier because it flows better for you because you're picking up the messages and the guidance. Um, and you're doing, you're on your path, but getting there, um, it, it's when you start to ask the questions. So in order to get to that space, you you start asking the big questions. Yeah. The questions about who am I? What am I doing here? How how am I doing here? Like you just really start to look at your mm-hmm. life and you start to analyze things. Um, you're, you're sort of seeking answers. You're feeling a little bit uncomfortable. But you're also, there's like this big sense of like going within or retreating almost from your life mm-hmm. because you're doing all the introspection and all the inner work. And that can be, that can be where like some of the, the hardness or the difficult parts come with because there's a lot of shadow work involved. Yeah, like I found, um, like turning like the spotlight inwards, you know, like things coming up that you maybe didn't know about yourself. Like you maybe knew at a certain level that, okay, maybe I am envious of other people or, Mm -hmm. or maybe, maybe I am judgmental. Like who wants to admit I'm a judgmental person and dissecting that, right? Like, and that's what I kind of found was like, you know, you never want to admit the bad qualities of yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so being able to acknowledge it, see it, and then sit with it, yeah, right? And understand it. So I yeah. think that's been a big part for me is understanding why I am the way I am with certain things or yeah. just automatic responses to things that I'm like, oh, hey, I don't, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Why am I like that? And, and then, you know, what I find is once you start asking those questions, it digs up a whole bunch more, yeah. right? So like, it's not just like, deep. oh, digging it just deep. keeps going. And then you're like, well, why am I judgmental? And then it's like, well, I think it's because I judge myself. Well, why do you judge yourself? It just keeps going. Yeah. And it keeps going to where it's like, why am I judging myself? Well, because I don't have, I don't love myself and it's like it just keeps like opening to bigger and deeper Mm -hmm. and trying to understand yourself right like yourself and your soul you're trying to get to know yourself at a soul level yeah like the surface level is just not cutting it anymore right and like I found it you know it affected my marriage Mm -hmm. because I was looking at my lens changed and it I felt like I had woken up so I felt like for the longest time, I was just like in a haze. Like yeah, just, the fog lifts. It's totally a fog that yeah. you just don't see it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, the moment that fog went away, and, and this is different parts of your life, right? Yeah. It doesn't happen all at once. Like the, no. the fog doesn't go, and then all of a sudden, everything's crumbling. But like, <laughs> but like, you know, I found it came in stages. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, one of them was my marriage, where all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. I do not want this mm-hmm. how it is yeah right it doesn't mean I'm like okay I'm out yeah <laughs> right but it it realized like I realized at that point that I was like no something's got to change and I think in the past you know I maybe tried to do things to change but then I would always kind of fall back into like ah it's just easier yeah and this time <clears throat> around it was like I couldn't yeah it was like literally the fog had had cleared and I couldn't put it back. Yeah. Cause it just, it doesn't feel right. Cause <laughs> no. you, you've raised your frequency to a point where it's no longer matching the frequency match. of your marriage or no. your, of your spouse. So he, you guys had to do the work together to get, to get that kind of to back into alignment. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, my vibration, I was viewing life in, in a different way mm-hmm. and was being more positive, but you know, understandably he wasn't there yet or yeah. whatever. Right. And so it just, but that was something that my lens had changed. It was something that I realized to my soul, to my fundamentals, that I could not live life mm-hmm. in this particular manner anymore. Mm-hmm. And I needed to make changes. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I would have probably given up yeah. um, because it's just a lot of work where this time it was like, no, you couldn't, no, you no. just couldn't. And I have to, I just want to point out like a lot, I know a lot of people who are going through this journey on their own 
there, one of the biggest questions is, um, what if I do the work and then my spouse doesn't? Yeah. So that is a, that's a difficult thing because it'll be different for everybody. But mm. I have to say in my experience, in my marriage, and even in my family, so I have two children, me raising my frequency and stepping into this higher vibration, they, they just came along for the ride. And oh, your they, family's been amazing. Yeah. Like just watching it has been amazing. It has been, I'm so grateful. I'm so like, I'm so thank. I don't even know. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. It's just because if I had, if they hadn't come along with me, it just would be so difficult, yeah. but there will be, um, there will be situations where your partner does raise their vibration. Like in your marriage, you guys have done the work to bring that back into alignment. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's free will. Like he, he didn't, he chose to do the work too. He didn't, he didn't have, have to. to. Yeah. Um, and that'll be the same for everybody's relationships. But there's also going to be, so you hear a lot of times that you're, you know, there might be friendships or relationships or whatever that kind of fall away. But it, mm -hmm. it is a natural progression. It's not like one day you wake up and you're like, nope, not going to be friends with that person anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is more of a, a gradual, like as you retreat, you sort of um, create the space between you and those friends because you're not aligning with them anymore. And yeah. it is just like a radio, like when you're trying to tune the radio station, like when you're in a lower vibration, it sounds like static. As you're going through the work, you're tuning the knob to meet the clear picture, like the clear station, right? That's sort yeah. of how it's like. But if your friends and your, those relationships are still in the static and you're moving up to a clear vibration or to be a clear station... I don't know if that analogy even makes well, sense. Well, like but... you're not on the same wavelength Yeah, you're anymore, just not right? even connect. You can't even connect. Yeah, like your you're... wavelength just crosses over each other. They're not meeting at the same. One is lower, yeah. one is higher. And not to mean one is better than the other. No. Nope. It just because it is just. You're in on different, different wavelengths. Different spaces. Yeah. And, and it, you know, and it's kind of the same as just like, you know, your best friend in high school. Um, that all of a sudden you start to grow up and you guys start to just change or drift apart it's yeah. the same type of thing in that sense yeah or like you know your high school sweetheart and then you get into your 20s like we all know the changes that we make in ourselves and sometimes they just don't align anymore mm -hmm. so yeah. it's kind of like the same thing yeah. um but with the vibration i think it's you just see it faster yeah mm -hmm. yeah you do feel, you do see it faster and you feel it you feel it because when you when you start to do this work, you're also paying attention to the different energies and how they affect you. Mm -hmm. So going into work, for instance, um, maybe you work in a really amazing office, but maybe you work in a really toxic office <laughs> and you can really feel the difference around certain people that you're with. And you're just like, those people are draining my energy or those people really lift me up. Like you're going to notice um people that you want to be around and people you don't want to be around and you're yeah. going to make the effort to protect your energy so that you're not um being drained because one of the main things that I can remember going through this pro and it still happens to this day yeah. is coming home from my day of work and just feeling so exhausted so exhausted and so drained but really for no reason until mm -hmm. I understood what energy was and how it affected like how other people's energies affected me um, yeah. but it, you get more sensitive as you go through this process. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I think I noticed that I became more sensitive. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, prior to kind of like going down this road, yes, I would definitely have days I was just drained, but you know, I was living oblivious life. That I, had, <laughs> I had no had idea. Yeah, on. I had no idea what it was. I was just like, I'm tired. Um, but now tired but grumpy and pissed off well yeah and or even like you know I remember cause it's so funny because now that the light is you know like I've I can see things more clearly I, I think back now where I would have like a co-worker come into my office and and I seem to be like a magnet to be like everybody wanted to dump their yeah. shit on me right yeah. where it was just kind of like they vent to you and they, they vent to everything. me and I always was like oh <laughs> Things. come here come here <laughs> I like to be better. your 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 shoulder to cry on but I realized I was absorbing that yeah like I look back now and I'm like oh my gosh 
I would literally be angry yeah. with them. Yeah. They would, whatever their story was, whoever they were mad at, whatever the injustice was, I was like, yeah. And it was like, I realized now I was taking that on. And that's why they came to me. Yeah. Because they literally were able to dump it. And leave. And leave. And feel better. Yeah. And then here you yes. are festering in their misery. Misery. <laughs> and like replaying it. And yeah. But I've noticed like going on this journey, I've become way, way more sensitive to it. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just more awareness of it. I think both. Or maybe op- I'm opened yeah. more to... Um, I'd that, say both. Both but that, of them. So that ability to feel or to absorb. So is there's a name for it. It's called being an empath. Yeah. Um, and that is something that I learned early on in my journey and really was kind of what catapulted me. I think I talked about this in episode one yeah. about how I was told I was an empath and I didn't know what that meant. So I did all the the research and then energy and all these things. And here I am today, but but you are super empathic as well. And anybody Mm -hmm. who is super empathic will be able to feel, um, into other people's energies or even just know what, how somebody's feeling without them even telling like Nick would come home from work and I'd be like, are you mad at me? (laughs) And he'd be like, I'm I'm like worried that I did something wrong. And why are you so mad at me? me?" And he's like, I'm not mad at you, but I, I, I didn't know that something, he was mad about something that happened at work. But that's I, the thing you didn't know because yeah. I this is the same thing that Kevin like he Kevin my husband Kevin would actually get angry yeah at me when I'd be like what's wrong Nick too right and he'd be like nothing is wrong yeah. why do you do that <laughs> and I was just like you know in my head bef- before all of this I was just like I was in the right like I'm asking what's wrong because I can obviously tell something is wrong <laughs> and I'm being nice to ask you what's wrong. Why are you yelling at me? Because they don't even know there's anything wrong, <laughs> but we're feeling it. They don't. E- well, now I realize <laughs> we're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're totally like nothing's wrong and I'm, but I can feel on a deeper yeah. level. It's like, and no, it's something's wrong. Probably something that happened to them at like 10 o'clock in the morning that day that they're energetically <laughs> have held on to. <laughs> and we're like, you're mad at me. What's wrong? <laughs> Tell me. Oh, God. They, they, I don't even know how they deal with it. They probably think we're so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Well, at least now we recognize it. Now I could be like, right when I go to say it, I'll be like, no, no, no. Yeah. It's not no. me. It's not me. <laughs> but I do that with the kids, too. Jace will come home. I shouldn't say his name. Just kidding. Anyways, he will come home and, um, well, he is a preteen. Or he's a, actually, he's a teenager. He just turned 13. But I can tell when something's wrong but it feels like there's something wrong all the time <laughs> because there is he's a, he's he's a, teen. a teenager boy but anyway that's so that's a hard to navigate but regardless well it is and mm-hmm. I think and I think that's like a big thing too with yeah. it is like the more you start to kind of open up your gifts and you're in this middle space the more you're I feel like you're opening yourself up so you yeah feel more, sense more, understand more. And that can be overwhelming at times. For right? sure it can. Yeah, that can be overwhelming. Overwhelming and, I, and exhausting. Yeah. And so I found like when I was kind of transitioning, transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I'm like, when I was like, you know, kind of in that middle spot of like trying to figure this whole thing out, it was, I was way more exhausted. Yeah. Like I had some days that I was just like, I could barely you know, get out of bed. I was so tired. Yeah. Um, and, and then like the days that all of a sudden I'm like, why am I so grumpy? Yeah. Or I would get out of like a meeting that, you know, cause it was during COVID, it was over zoom and I'd get out of a meeting and I would have to lay down or I'd be angry. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. And I remember going to you and saying, what is going on? Like, it just, it was like this empathic side of me, yeah. like charged up to a hundred. Yeah. And what did I say? Did I tell you to protect your energy? Um, So for those who don't know how to protect your energy, let's go through it quickly. But basically you need to, and only, I just have to say like when I first learned how to protect my energy, I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is stupid. Because this is not going to work. But (laughs) then I started doing guided meditations and every single meditation um, taught, teaches you how to do this before your meditation and every spiritual like every mentor coach that I've worked with has also made it very clear that you need to protect your energy and cleanse your energy and that this is how you yeah. do it. It's probably one of the most important yeah. things that and you I, would do. I totally wrote it off in the beginning. But in the beginning, I I had crystals in all my pockets. <laughs> 
thought you were loaded. I was loaded with obsidian. <laughs> Me too. Obsidian and selenite. I still am. <laughs> Me too. I just stay away. <laughs> so obsidian will protect negative energy, ward off negative energy, and selenite cleanses energy. So, but yeah. don't put the two together in one pocket because I feel like it doesn't work. <laughs> I had to put them in separate pockets because one day I went to work. I'm like, this is not working. They're speaking to They're, each other. They were cleansing. I think yeah. the selenite was cleansing the termal, the or sorry, yeah, the tourmaline. No, obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah, and it was, uh, and it, so it was just not charged. It was just properly. constant. I don't know. You're like, come on, I was selenite, like... <laughs> move over. You don't need to work full time, <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyway, so I was loaded with crystals, and then. Um, this is how you cleanse. This is how you protect your energy. So you have to imagine a ball of white light above your crown chakra. So above your head. <clears throat> and you have to imagine that this white light um, moves. So this is actually cleansing your energy. So it moves through your body all the way through your body. You can feel it like in, in your body. If you want to imagine what it would feel like to have this warm light going through your body. Um, and then you can actually put a protection protection bubble around you. But you don't have to, you like, you can layer up. So put, like, <laughs> yeah. put your protection bubble around you. And I envision my protection bubble to be kind of, like, translucent, very shimmery and shiny, like, super feminine. And then I put, like, a coat of armor over that. <laughs> and then, like, a mirror so that any negative energy, like, will bounce off me and back to you. <laughs> yep. And it's funny, though. Don't you feel a difference? Because I, I know when I first started this, like... You know, it's it's really, it's hard because our rational mind is like, this is stupid. Yeah. Um, and then the other side is like, but some of the stuff you're learning is like out there. Super. So maybe it, maybe it does work. Mm -hmm. And, but I do notice a difference yeah. when I don't. And when you do. And when I do. So when yeah. you were coming to me and you were like, Mandy, can I be exhausted after being on Zoom? Like, yeah, because can... I was like, nobody's in front of me. It's it's over a, ca it's over a camera. Yeah. Absolutely. 1,000%. I can yeah. feel the energy over email. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't Zoom, know it was yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's Zoom, just. email, like obviously in person, crowds, malls, whatever it is. But mm -hmm. I, I make a point of protecting my energy every time I go out, but also in the morning, when I get up, sometimes if I'm having a difficult day, like through work, <clears throat> I will do it through my work day. So you can, you can do it multiple times a day. Um, I sometimes even, you have to do it multiple yeah, times. I do yeah. it for my children, you know, for my children. I don't go through it with my children because they just, sometimes they are okay with it, but sometimes they're like, Oh, come on, mom. You're like so annoying. <laughs> <this> is, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so sometimes I just do it for them, but um, I do it like, this is crazy, but you know, everything's crazy. But like when we're going on a road trip or something, I will like, yeah, bubble my car yeah. and it just like, I'll just, you know, imagine this bubble going around the car that we are just going to be safe and, and yeah. on this journey. And it just like, it just helps, right? Yeah, it just I do helps that too. with the anxiety. Especially when we're pulling the trailer. Cause me, oh, yeah. pulling the trailer makes me super nervous. Do you bubble the trailer too? Yeah. Me too. And any of the friends that we're going with, I bubble them too. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know what I find like also like the cleansing part, cause sometimes like say I, I'm really bad at remembering to bubble myself, like, mm -hmm. and I know it's something that I need to do better. You're a bad witch. I'm such a bad witch. <laughs> oh God. I just want things to be easy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not good with this stuff. Um, but I, uh, I find, so like if I don't bubble, which happens a lot, um, the cleansing is yeah. like, sometimes all of a sudden I'll be like, why am I so grumpy? Yeah. And I still forget. Yeah that I'm absorbing other people's energy. Yeah. So sometimes I'm just in the mood and I'm festering in it and I'm just in it. And it's not until like an hour or two later that I'm like, Oh wait, Oh wait, maybe I've picked up on somebody's energy. Cause there's no reason for <laughs> yeah. me to be miserable. Um, That's and then usually I, the first hint yeah. is when, is when you're like, why am I so grumpy? There's no trigger. Yeah. There was nothing, but mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're just grumpy. Right. Yeah. Um, and so what I find is like cleansing that away. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been doing this in the shower a lot lately. So how do you do that? So in the shower? Yeah. Yeah. So what I've been doing is like once I'm in the shower, I just, I close my eyes and I just like 
literally just feel the water coming down um, over my body. And I just set the intention that it's washing away any energy that doesn't belong to me. um, And that's going out through the drain, cutting any cords, anything like that. Just cleansing, like whatever doesn't belong to me Mm -hmm. is going with the water that's washing over my body. It is so relaxing. It is. And you know what's funny is I've been showering at night. Mm -hmm. Can I say that properly? But I've been taking a shower at night (laughs) (laughs) intuitively uh, for the past, I don't know, five years, six years, maybe even Mm. 10 years. um, Because I would say to Nick all the time, I'd be like, I just need to wash the day off me. Oh, wow. I need to wash the day off me. And I didn't realize that. That's what you were doing. I was doing. That's what I was doing. That's amazing. Yeah, see, I can't shower at night. No, no, no. Yeah, I have to because it feels like I'm washing the day off. See, so then I do it. So I, because I can't shower at night. I got curly hair. And if anybody has curly hair, you just know. (laughs) You you, you don't shower and go to bed. (laughs) You wake up as Mufasa. Um, So uh, what I do is I like do visualize um, water. Yeah. So I just kind of visualize in my mind, like literally like you could do it right now. Yeah. Like as if a little cloud came above you and it's just washing over you. Right. And so I will visualize having everything wash away. So, you know, since I can't do the shower thing at night, but it's like so important to do that before you go to bed. It really is. Um, and he did touch on energetic cords. So we should, Mm -hmm. we should really quickly explain what that is. We will get to an episode at some point where we're explaining it in more detail. Mm -hmm. But energetic cords are essentially an energetic connection between you and somebody or some place or something that Mm -hmm. um, that you need to cut because you're still giving or receiving the energy of that person, place or thing Mm -hmm. without um, without knowing it. Yeah. So you can cut an energetic cord from a past relationship, from a Mm -hmm. past uh, workplace, employer um, experience all yeah. that sort of stuff. And we can do that in healings. Yeah. So I do healings, etc. But those are things that we can talk about in healings. But it is something that I learned about um, a couple years ago and something that I've been practicing. And it was really helped me do a lot of healing from my experience, um, from some experiences in my past. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about, so when we're doing this work and trying to move from living in a lower vibration and trying to transition into a higher vibration mm-hmm. or living into a higher, or you know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of the work is difficult in the sense of like the shadow work. So we talked about how it will shine a light on the spaces in your life that really need to be reviewed and healed Mm -hmm. so for you it was a big um spotlight on your marriage yeah for me I had to do a lot of shadow work on my inner child yeah um so experiences from my childhood from my teenage years I did a lot of healing with my um young adult self my teenage self and my young self nothing traumatic really happened to me like I um fortunately didn't suffer from any um abuse or anything like that but it was just uh because I was so empathic so experiences Mm -hmm. with friends um or groups of people or not understanding things you know what I mean so I had to do a lot of healing around that it affected you more right yeah yeah um and then also so for some people it'll be those traumatic experiences so of course we don't Mm want to have to go back and deal with the trauma from our childhood or from, you know, an experience that we had, but going, you, you have to heal that stuff in order to, to move forward Mm -hmm. in alignment and actually healing that sort of stuff will not just heal you in this lifetime, but, and we'll talk about this again in another episode, but it'll heal multiple lifetimes, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and patterns and, you know, and you'll, you're learning the lessons that you're meant to learn so you don't have to do it again but well and even like patterns like even like shadow work in the sense of who you are as a person you know like I have a lot of Mm self-doubt right so this is something that I'm continuously working on it is okay well why do I have this self-doubt or another one was people pleaser yeah right but but these are characteristics that I've had my whole life that it's really hard to change those Cause it's just part of your natural being. Yeah. And what I've kind of found with like this transformation is me trying to, okay, 
you know, not be that people pleaser, put up my boundaries. But what does that cause? That causes um, tension Mm -hmm. with relationships, whether that's family or friends, because you're changing the narrative. Yeah. And that's what I kind of found was, okay, I, I was starting to heal myself and starting to learn like, hey, you don't have to just say yes, because that makes that person happy if you don't want to do it. And this is something anybody like this doesn't have to be on your spiritual journey or anything. But this is where this kind of all ties in that you're kind of healing yourself on so many different levels. And so like for myself, like it's been a real journey of learning how to do boundaries and learning to say no or learning to stand up for myself instead of just taking it all. And, you know, during that learning, it has caused it's ruffled feathers, right? I've changed the narrative and people are not, used to this Allison and I am learning to try to have compassion for that that I understand that okay I I get it I'm changing the narrative it's uncomfortable for them right now I'm not going to stop no but I I can understand why it's uncomfortable but that you know that causes like that causes disrupt right unease in your life because you are no longer a pushover yeah in the sense of yes 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 mm-hmm. um and i've i mean i've watched you transition or transform from being a, a people pleaser to being able to set boundaries and i can i you know you've told me about some of the things that have happened or how difficult it has been for others but i have to say as difficult it has been for them it hasn't been very difficult for you in the sense of your knowing your deep sense of knowing that this is who you are. So it never, you never felt like you needed to retract back to a people. You've always been very good at keeping your boundaries strong and saying, no, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I said, no, that's not fair or duh, 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 duh. but it's like, it's, so it's so true because I, yes, I had that sense of like, like, again, it was like with my marriage, my eyes were open to this. It was like, I, I can't, like, I yeah. literally can't go back to the old person, mm-hmm. but in the same breath, like, I remember like there'd be days that I'd be like, God, this is hard. Like, I don't want to have this tension between my mom. I don't want to have this tension, right? Like, Mm I I liked living, you know, so there was definitely days that I was like, I liked living in my, you know, oblivious (laughs) state that it was just like, oh, we're just so happy. And like, I don't care. And, and, but then it was just like, so there'd be times that I'd be like, damn it, like, why am I doing this? And then, but it was like, you're right, this inner knowing of like, but I have to, yeah. because this is what's right, yeah. you know, yeah. and that that's on them to then get used to me and I'm going to have compassion that it's going to take them yeah. some time. Yeah. But it was definitely like, that's, I would say it's a roller coaster, yeah. like a hundred percent a roller coaster. Yeah. Cause like, I definitely had times that I was like, oh geez, like yeah. I'm doing all, ruffling all these feathers, right? even though I knew it was right yeah. and I knew it was like, no, this was me coming into my power and, and stuff. It still doesn't feel always feel great. Right. Right. Yeah. For yeah. sure. But you should be so proud of yourself. I am. Yeah. Yeah, Good. I am. So even though it's like, it's that roller coaster, yeah. I know I have progressed as a person mm-hmm. from last year totally. to now. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. And doing all of this shadow work and, and looking at the dark spaces that you just really have been avoiding our whole lives. Yes. It is a roller coaster because there is definitely, you know, as much as we like to say we're living in a high vibe vibration or we've been able to to shift there for most of the time, mm-hmm. um, we definitely have those days where we still, you know, there's they're down days and they're difficult days and it's hard to shift back into um into that space where you're seeing things from a different perspective and you understand and you have compassion. Like it's not like every day is a, like a wonderful like yeah. you know Cinderella 100% of the day. time. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't break. No, right? <laughs> Definitely. I mean last week even I I think there is probably two it's usually just one day for me. Yeah. I have a down day and I have to just really give myself the time and the space to uh be to go within and to rest and to just be grumpy. But, yeah. but last week there was a couple days where yeah. it was like that and you know that's okay. That's 
we're human. We're human. We're still human. And we're still affected by what's happening around the world, right? That yeah. Whether it's in our small perimeter of our life or, you know, world events that are happening, yeah. right? Like we're, we're still human. We're still living this life and that's going to be part of it. I know like I've talked with you how I sometimes struggle with that because I'm like, I feel like I have a a broader perspective of what life is. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when I get into those, um, or when I get kind of like pulled into that density, especially in today's world where it's, you know, can be quite, um, divided, divided, intense. And so sometimes when I like get pulled in, I could beat myself up kind of being like, Allison, you know better than this. Yeah. Like, why are you, why are you falling into this and, and, and getting into this density and, and getting all riled up? And, you know, I think big part of that is having compassion for yourself yes, as well to sure. understand, like, it's like, this is, it is, a, it is hard. Yeah. Life, life can be hard yeah. and that we're not, even though it's like, okay, I know, like, I can see the world from a different perspective now. It's like, but we're still living in it. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. can't always see it from that perspective, no, right? Can't, yeah. Yeah. So what would you say is um, some of the work that we did to to start that process of moving from, you know, a chaotic or dense or unhappy type of life, like mm-hmm. just not being really happy in our reality. What type of work did you do? And I'll, exp- I'll um, share what, what I did in order to shift our perspectives so that we could look at life differently. Yeah. So I think for me certainly was one of it was meditation, but you know, I've always struggled with meditation. I fight things. (laughs) Um, You know, I always heard about journaling, but again, you're not a huge journaler. I'm not a huge journaler. I like things easy, right? That's going to be the theme of this. Just give it to me easy. But I'm a thinker. Yeah. I am definitely a thinker and I am somebody that I can turn in on myself. So I'm not writing it down, but it's it's thoughts going through my mind and I can literally like just sit there and analyze myself and break it down and and turn inwards. I, yeah. I do find that I can do that. Um, I as well, I even had a counselor, mm-hmm. right? And, and it stemmed from the marriage, but it kind of turned into like during this awakening during this kind of process, Mm -hmm. I found it wasn't me talking about my marriage. It was me talking about things that I was discovering about myself, right? right? So the people pleaser Mm -hmm. and just like working, working that out with her and kind of just understanding it Mm -hmm. more that really, it really helped me and Mm -hmm. I'm still doing it, right? I'm still doing it. Um, because as, you know, I think we're constantly in this type of journey. Like, yeah, even yeah. though I can have a higher perspective and I can look at things through rose colored glasses, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> um, you're, it's still, there's so much, there's, it's layers, right? Yeah. And so I just found, you know, for me, like I was talking to her last week and, you know, we were talking about, this again, the people pleasing, because mm-hmm. it's not like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm a people pleaser. I recognize Here. this. Done. <laughs> It's still like a constant, right? So that's kind of like what helped me with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know yours is is different than mine because you like to actually like do (laughs) I do the work. I put the work. No, I'm just kidding. I know. For me, it was definitely... um, So so I want to start with saying like I started my journey before COVID. Yeah. You started during during COVID. So you already had essentially the time yes to be able to sit there with thought mm-hmm. and analyze um and hear and go within yeah so for me when I started my journey it was before COVID so I had to create time and space mm. um in order to meditate and that's where I started um and I had to say to my family I need at least 20 minutes to meditate because I'm going to crack if I don't have some quiet time yeah. and it got to the point where my husband would look at me and say, do you need to go meditate? That's so awesome. <laughs> I know. And I'd be like, yes, I do. <laughs> Locking myself in the room. <laughs> so I Don't would, talk to me. Right. But, um, but again, it's a journey. It's so, like, I was not in a, in a good space at that time. I was trying to get into a good space. So, yeah. um, creating the time and, and the space to do that. So I would find a quiet space. Luckily for me, I have an office, but for some people it might be their car. Yeah. It might be their garage. It might, it might be shower time. It might be in the bath. I yeah. used to do that in the bath. Actually, now that I think back, 
Um, but anyways, so I started with guided meditations Mm -hmm. and moving forward in our podcast, we're going to talk a lot more about why guided meditations are important. Mm -hmm. Um, but guided meditations in the beginning were the key for me because that gave me the, the time to just like to be quiet with my mind and to, to not worry about anything else and just be taken on this journey. Yeah. Uh, zone out. Just to zone out. And that is the key to doing this is to, to do an activity. It doesn't have to be meditation, although I recommend it. Yes. And if you want to move forward and open up your own intuition, guided meditation is going to be key for you. Um, yeah. And take it from the one that fought it left, right and center. Yes. It is the number one key. It is the yes. key. That's where you do all your work. Yes. It um, is. But, you know, anytime you can zone out, so whether that's working out, whether that's running, whether that's swimming, gardening, going for a walk, whether mm-hmm. that's just like staring at the TV and not really like watching it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, yeah. if you're, anytime you can zone out, you're creating the, the space to hear your own thoughts mm-hmm. and to go within and to really think and analyze um, about whatever it is that's on your mind, whatever is coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was there any other, I can't think of any other things that I did. Oh, being mindful, I would say is another thing. So being very mindful about my actions and noticing when things triggered me. Yeah. Okay. So when something triggers you, you have to look at it like a mirror. Yep. And uh, this, you know, pisses a lot of people off, (laughs) but usually when you're feeling super triggered, you need to, what you should be doing, because I hate saying you need to do anything because you don't need to do anything. Yeah. But what you could be doing is taking a moment to stop and think about why this triggered you and look at it like a mirror and go within and be like, okay, why is this bothering so, me so much? And likely it's because it's something about you yeah. that you're feeling insecure about or that's really bothering you. It's not mm-hmm. really necessarily about what the person did or mm-hmm. what happened in the situation. It's it's triggering you for a reason because there's something deep within you that... Um, that you don't like about, about it. Yeah. Right. And that's a hard one. Cause mm-hmm. I know I've, I've, I've struggled with that where there's been scenarios that I'm like, okay, like I understand that trigger. Like I understand yeah. that makes sense to me that it's something inside of me. Um, and so it really does like even to every, every day, <laughs> every day every I get day. triggered. Um, but you know, when there's just times that you get really triggered and I've had times where I'm like, I don't understand why you're triggered, why I'm triggered. Yeah. And even though I'm looking inwards and I'm like, well, what is it? Because it has to be something about me. And, and sometimes you just can't, or yeah. I'm not, I'm not at the space maybe to figure it out, but it's like, it really gives you that, gives you that perspective to stop and think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and then you can also flip from because now you're in a, a low vibration when you're feeling triggered because you're feeling angry, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling ragey, annoyed, annoyed, whatever it is. But that also gives you the ability to stop and think, but mm-hmm. then flip it to a sense of being grateful because the easiest and the quickest way to shift your energy from low vibration to a higher vibration is to get in a space of being grateful Mm -hmm. and whether you can find being grateful for that situation or that whatever just happened, um, that could, maybe that will happen sometimes, maybe it will happen no times, Mm -hmm. but if you can get into the space of being grateful, you know, maybe even later in the day, it will shift your energy. And like, for example, like, you know, friend does something and you're completely triggered by it and you're like god that was just like I don't know rude or whatever it was and sometimes it's hard to think well how the heck can I be grateful yeah for that scenario but I'm starting to realize like it's things like okay even if you just have to say I'm grateful for the lesson yeah Right? I'm so, grateful for the opportunity to be triggered. Yeah, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be I'm triggered. I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to make me to recognize. turn in on myself yeah. and think about things. Because sometimes it's hard. Sometimes <laughs> you got to force it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But no, that's, that's a great um, thing to be mindful of. And then just being mindful of daily things, right? Like yeah. for me, sometimes it was like I realized I could be judgmental. Yeah. And so sometimes it's baby steps where it's yeah. just like, okay, it's today, all baby steps. it's all baby steps. And, you know, you can't tackle everything all at once. So, you know, to me, it's like, okay, today I'm going to recognize every time I judge somebody 
And if I judge somebody, then I'm going to recognize it. That's key one. Being mindful. Which is, yeah, being mindful. Wonderful just to even do that. And at the same time, uh, say something nice about that person. All in my head. Like, obviously, I'm not going up to people being like, I just judged you. (laughs) And now I want to say, you have a very nice smile. Thanks. Have a good day. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's all in my head. But it's like, you know, but that was hard. Because I realized, and that's the thing. I make myself sound like I'm a a mean person. (laughs) But just had a lot of work to do. I just had a lot of work to do. And I'm like, and that's, I don't judge everybody. I promise you. I'm not that, I'm not that big of a judgmental person. No, Allison person. is one of the loveliest people <laughs> Okay, thank you. I just realized it sounded no. like, wow, no, she's we're a just, bag. Well, we're talking about the hard, like all the work we've done to and get to And it's the hard things at. that, you know, and judge, and I don't, do you think I ever wanted to admit I was, I could be judgmental? No. And it was like, I was never mean to people, but yeah, there was times that I was judgmental and that's something. Yeah. yeah. And I had to turn in on myself to be yeah. like, why are you doing that? Yeah. yeah. But I it was too. like, yeah. I just and didn't s- tell anybody about it. I know. And I'm just telling <laughs> the world. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you're nasty. Um, but it's like just those small little things. And those are like being mindful. Those are daily yeah. little, 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 little things. Yeah. Right. Of just being like, okay. I'm judgmental sometimes. I'm going to stop myself every time I'm judgmental today. And I'm going to say something nice. Yeah. Move on. Moving on. Yeah. And then yeah. it gets easier. And then yeah. you notice that you're you're just like living in a different mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's really a wonderful place to live. Because like I said earlier, it, life just starts to flow for you when yeah. you're living when you're living in a higher vibration. Like a, you're putting the work in. You're doing the work. And through that process... Not only are you becoming a better person, yeah. Not only are you living your like getting to know yourself at a soul level, but you're also opening up. You're moving your frequency up to a space where you're becoming sensitive enough, and you're activating and you're upgrading to the point where you can open up to your own spiritual gifts yeah. if you want to, and you can hear your intuition much louder, mm-hmm. and you can read into other people's energy and have a better sense of you know whether you want to be around them or not so it's 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 not just like there's just so many good things about yeah going from your current reality where life is difficult in moving into a space where it's it makes navigating your life so much easier it does right Mm -hmm. if you can if you can hear your intuition way clearer in this space or you can feel like, oh, this person's not somebody I want to talk like that. Yeah. It's like completely hitting the easy button, yeah. which <laughs> I'm all about hitting the easy button. Yeah. But that's exactly like you describing that. That's the easy button. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, like, why wouldn't you want to live there? And my gosh, to be able to look at the world through rose colored glasses, not being naive, but just yeah. understanding. Like one thing I say to my kids every day is I'm like, what what was the best part of today? Yeah. And, you know, as any kid, it's like, nothing. <laughs> I was at school. Recess. Recess. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't even care if it's recess. Yeah. But it was like, and I was like, no, there's always, always something. Whether it's you took a bite of your sandwich and it was so freaking delicious. <laughs> that is your moment. Yeah. That was awesome, right? And it, so it's just that perspective of changing mm-hmm. that thought. Because yeah. there's always something. Yeah in any part of your day that you can look at and see through rose colored glasses. Right. I'm going to buy you a pair of rose colored glasses. Thanks. Maybe hearts. Hearts. (laughs) We'll find some. Do it. (laughs) That's the theme of today's. (laughs) Rose colored glasses. Rose colored glasses. Anyways. Well, we hope that you guys really uh, enjoyed our, our chat today. Um, We hope we were able to give you a lot of um, perspective a lot of tips, um, and really a good understanding of, you know, how to get from A to B. Yeah. And, uh, we are just super excited for you to join us on our journey with this, uh, podcast and we will see you at episode three.